pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Wednesday on R&R in the morning. The Lakers are in town. The LeBron Slurpers are out and about. We'll figure out if the Spurs can break the schneid or is 20 games in a row imminent. Cowboys are getting ready to pay the bills. We'll hear from Jerry Jones and talk with Dr. Jason Garrett about fat guys and rolled ankles. Now back to the Blitz. No fat guys there, but a little bit of rolled ankle and a little bit of chocolate. We left you guys a gift. Hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you, Rob. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He is Joe Reinagle. I'm Jay Simonix. Let's talk some Cowboys football with the great Shereen Williams, who joins us now in the Buyers Barricades guest line. Shereen, you think about that win the other night for the Cowboys, the way they took care of the Eagles. As impressive as that was, I think I was more impressed with the way the defense responded after the way they played against the Seahawks. Yeah, I agree. They played very well um, against the Eagles, against what we consider a really good offense. And particularly Gilmore and Wilson, I thought, really stood out. Um, they stopped the run very well. They didn't let Jalen Hurst get out in the open uh, all that much. I just thought they played a really good game all around and a lot of great performances by a lot of, of, of really good defensive players. They're starting to come together and play really well, and I think that bodes well for the Cowboys. You know, Shereen, you look at that, and I think that was a game that the, obviously, and not taking anything away from the Cowboys' win, but they needed that win for them, for their confidence, for all of that stuff after everybody on them for not beating a good team. And I think it was a great performance. You look at this, and I just want to go back to the offense just a little bit. Dak said after the game it wasn't his best performance. But I tell you what, this guy looks as confident as I've seen him in his entire career. Yeah, he's playing as well as he ever has. You know, I think back to his rookie year, um, and I had him under MVP consideration. I think I might have actually voted for Ezekiel Elliott that year for MVP. I don't remember. But but I remember his, his rookie year. He was in that conversation uh, for MVP, MVP. And the main thing he did then, well, he made a lot of plays down the field, but he didn't turn the ball over. I think he had four interceptions that season played really well and obviously the Cowboys played well as a team we were all talking about are they going to bring Romo back are they not bringing Romo back and of course they were on such a roll he was playing so well that they didn't and I think this is his best season of all of those seasons but if you go back I still would consider his rookie season his second best season but he's just playing great and he's not making mistakes but you know there's it's not all underneath stuff either obviously he's making the throws down the field and making really good decisions and leading the team and and using his legs some so just seems to be playing at a confidence level that I haven't seen him play at play at before and again I that bodes well for the Cowboys we talked about Last week, how this is a team capable of winning however you want them to win. They're good on special teams. They're good on offense. They're good on defense. You know, if the offense gets stopped, Brandon Aubrey is going to is gonna kick the field goal. 
and you're certain he's going to make it because we haven't seen him miss on field goals yet. What does he miss? Two extra points or three extra points this year, but on field goals he hasn't missed. So they're just playing at a really good level right now in all three phases. Is there a? I know Dak is playing with a a ton of confidence and he's playing great football, but on a on a personal level, he just seems more comfortable and willing to go outside of the box. I mean, he's been you know kind of kind of snarky in some of his press conferences and doing that commercial while the message is obviously close to him with colon cancer. When he got the script, he could have said no. I'm yeah. not going to do this script, but he played with it. He did it. I, I mean, there's just that part of Dak also seems to be different. Yeah, I agree with you. And and I think that comes with confidence of where he is in his career and how he's played and who he has to throw the ball to and all those things. Yeah, I, certainly I'm with you. I, I do think it's been a different Dak off the field. Maybe that comes with being a father too or about to be a father, soon to be father. You know, maybe there's some of that in there, maturity level that we haven't seen before. But he is definitely a different guy um, and definitely a different player than what we've seen in, in past seasons. You know, Shereen, sometimes that happens when you hit 30, right? You get out of your 20s and uh, yeah. and you, you just mature a little bit. So, hey, well, a couple, yeah. of, couple of games coming up that are going to be, you know, obviously a test for this Cowboys team. you got to go to Buffalo and then go to Miami. And, I, you know, after last night, maybe Miami's not the, the team we thought they were at home or maybe that was just a one-off, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the next two ball games. Yeah, I think not having Tyree kill, and he's not going to be at 100%, I, I wouldn't think, in two weeks. is going to help the Cowboys. I mean, they are a different offense completely when they don't have a healthy Tyreek in the offense, which is why he was an MVP candidate. So, you know, I think that changes changes that game somewhat in the Cowboys' favor. You know, you talked about, well, they had to slay the demon. of Well, they haven't beaten a team with a, a winning record. Well, now it's... Okay, they're three and three on the road. Let's go see them beat a good team on the road, which we haven't seen. So there's something every week, and I think that's <laughs> what it is this week. I think it's it's beating a good team on the road, and this is going to be a tough game. I, I, you know, I thought they would blow out the. I told my friend before the game, I thought they would blow out the Eagles, and I told you guys too that I thought they would they would not win the NFC East. I still feel that way. And and for me, it comes down to this game because I don't think they're going to win this game. I, I think they lose this game. Now, the weather is a, a little better in their favor than, than certainly a lot better than what it could have been. It looks like it's going to be around 50 degrees and not real strong winds and no precipitation. And that's as good as you can get in Buffalo, New York in December. But I still think that the Bills find a way to, to, to win this game. So I, this is to me, this is the key game for the Cowboys. If they win this game, then I change my opinion and, and reserve the right to do that and, and think they probably do win the East. But I think this is the key game for them in this stretch of, of final four games. Serene Williams from Pro Football Talk joining us here on the Blitz. I think one of the keys for the Cowboys, if they are to go into Buffalo and get a win, and I, and I thought this before I saw the forecast, and the forecast is about as good as you could expect for this time of year. We were in Boston over the weekend for the Army-Navy game, and, and on game day it was 50 degrees at kickoff. I mean, the weather was, was fantastic, yeah. which you didn't expect this time of year. Uh, assuming the forecast doesn't change, all right, maybe this isn't quite there, but I still think that to beat Buffalo, the Cowboys have to run the ball and run the ball better than they have all year. Are they capable of doing that? 
Well, I think that's what we're going to find out because I'm with you. And, you know, one thing about Buffalo, I think, defensively, is Von Miller played his best game last week. There is no doubt. He was a force, and he didn't have any sacks, but he affected the quarterback, and he was back there, and he was back there late. And that's what you expect from him. So that knee's starting to come back around, and he's starting to play very well. Ed Oliver played very well. Uh, in that game, and uh, and Tyrell Dodson, the uh, another Aggie, uh, had, was second on their team, I think, in in tackles. They either had seven or nine tackles in that game. Played awfully well in that game. So their defense is playing better than what it was. But the key to beating them, you're right, is being able to run the ball. Now they have turf in Buffalo, which I think is going to help the Cowboys rather than having grass, because we know their their history over the last two years on grass is not that good. But playing on turf. In better weather conditions than you could expect in Buffalo, I do, I do think that works in their favor. Speaking of Buffalo, Shireen, I want to ask you about that last game. The Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, very upset with the officiating, lashed out. He's walked that back a little bit. I know the officials have taken a hit this year, but in that particular case, they were right, were they not? Yeah, you've just cranked me up because I, I, I feel very strongly about this. He was offside. Uh, he didn't look at the official. He didn't check with the official. I mean, I don't know what they want. And I went back and I, I read the story from, I in fact wrote it for PFT, but in 2018, if you remember the AFC championship game, D Ford was offside. They had the same argument and it led to an interception. They would have won the AFC championship game. D Ford was offside. They threw the penalty before the play. And Andy Reid's complaint after the game was, well, you know, they don't usually throw the flag in that situation. They give you a warning. Stop with the warning. <laughs> you had a chance to check. If if the Bills had been offside in that situation, they would not have been upset, one iota. And so I'm just tired of the warnings. There's no warnings. It's, it is so simple to line up. It is not difficult. It is Football 101, and it drives me nuts when teams can't do the basic things right, simple things that an elementary student, a, a little league football player, peewee football player could do correctly. When they don't do them, it drives me ballistic. And who they should be mad at two people. They should be mad at the front office because they didn't go and fix their receiver position, and they've got these really bad receivers they're trying to win with. And they were bad last year, and they were able to overcome that, and they didn't go fix it. So that's on their front office for not fixing the receiver position after last season. That's number one. And, and so I think they didn't want to call out Kadarius Tony because they know they need him. There are no other options on their team. You're not going to go out and find that receiver. They could have gotten Julio Jones. They didn't do that. There's not that guy out there. So they've got to play with those guys. So I think they didn't want to call him out for what he did initially. I think that was part of their thinking. And number two, um, let's let's blame Kadarius Tony for it, for, for not being a good receiver, for not being able to catch the football, for not being able to do the simple things, and you stuck with him on your team. So, you know, all those things really come into play, but I just think he lined up offsides, they threw the flag, and, and that was it. I will also say this is the first time in his NFL career that Patrick Mahomes has faced criticism, has faced adversity, and and so he's not responding well to it. So we're going to see how this affects them, how this affects their team, because it's the first time in his career that Ted go through this, 
And guess what? It's going to be his first time in his career. He's going to have to go play a road playoff mm-hmm. game, which is going to be more adversity. Which yeah, absolutely. He has done 14, 14 playoff games in his career all at home. It's insane. Wow. It, it, it really it really is crazy when you think about it. And it's crazy to think that they won a Super Bowl without receivers uh, last year. And and this year, you mentioned Julio. I still am baffled that they didn't go get D-Hop when he was available. Because that would have been oh, the, the perfect fit for what Patrick Mahomes needs. And I thought of that last night as I'm watching him make all these great catches, what he would have been with Patrick Mahomes. He's still got it. He can still play at a high level, and, and I think you saw that last night, and they didn't do that. So this is on the front office for not getting them receivers. This isn't on uh, the officials for, for letting offsides go. I mean, they didn't know how the play was going to turn out, just like in the AFC Championship game. They didn't know that the Chiefs were going to get interception. They're calling what they see, at the end. and they deserve a lot of criticism. The officials do. They've had a bad year overall, but in this particular case, they're getting some unfair criticism out of Kansas City. It was offsides. Put that on Kadarius Tony. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Shereen, before we let you go, uh, you're expecting Dallas to go to Buffalo and not come back with a win. Do you think it's going to be because the offense doesn't play well enough or the defense doesn't play well enough? I think it's going to be a little bit of both, but probably more that the offense doesn't outscore the Bills. So I, I guess I would put it more on the offense. You know, I, I do expect Dak to have a little bit of an off game. Now, I'm, I don't think he's going to go throw four or five interceptions. I'm not saying that. But just a little bit of an off game, I do think that's going to come at some point. If it's going to come, you want it to come in the regular season, not the postseason uh, anyway. Yes. But this might be this might be the game that that, that happens. Um, so I'll, I'll say the offense, but I'll just say I, I do think it's going to be a close game. I'll say 27-23 in that range, maybe 24-20. Somewhere in that range, but but I do think the Bills come out of this with a win again. If the Cowboys end up winning this game, I do think they have a great chance to go on and win the East because I I, I think this gets them to win out. Now they still need help. Don't get me wrong. We all know the Eagles control uh, their destiny, which there is no such thing. I know, but <laughs> but in football lingo, they do control their destiny and they do have the easiest schedule the rest of the way. So it's going to take them losing a game. But you know what? The Giants are playing awfully well. The Giants could be the one to beat the Eagles. Yeah, yeah that, that DeVito guy and his agent, man, yeah. they're, they're, they're all the rage today. <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah, good stuff. Make sure you follow Shereen Williams on Twitter at NFL Shereen, reader at ProFootballTalk.com. Shereen, always appreciate it. We'll visit next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Shereen Williams on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond. You talk about that stretch run for the Cowboys. Let's take a deep dive into that. Coming up next here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star.